eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And also, I I mean, to that point, Paul, last week, 14-14 Thursday Night Football, I mean, the Eagles were able to run an extreme bounce where they ran it down the throats of the Texans, but then the plays were there. Clearly, we don't have A.J. Brown, and I'm not acting like we do, but I just, look, this is, there are times on a schedule, if you were a a playoff team, which we all think the Giants are marching towards being now, where, you know, some might have not thought that, I didn't think that preseason where you just need to feel good about yourselves and make your mark. And you're right. If they run wild and they don't pass them, well, fine. But I think this needs to be one of those games where I, a win's a win, and I understand that. I feel like the Giants' offense, you know, morally needs to win this game and not, you know, win it 17-10. I, that's just me. I, I just think that would go a long way towards all these NFC East games coming up of feeling good about yourself offensively. Yeah, I no, I, I understand that. And, you know, this Houston team – in addition to being horrible against the run, and it probably stands to reason, they also are number one in the National Football League with 57 missed tackles as a team. Okay? They they are just, they're just not sound. They have two things going for them. They've got Pierce, who in my opinion is the front runner as the rookie of the year because he's one hell of a running back. He forces missed tackles. He runs with power. He runs for yards after contact. He's a very, very strong player. But, you know, that's all they've really got on offense. I'm not impressed with Mills, who is very, very streaky. And when he's not on a hot streak, he's about as inaccurate as any quarterback in this league. Okay? Offensive line, ah, not that good either. So there's not much to write home about on that side of the ball. It's basically Pierce, Pierce, and more Pierce. And on defense, they've got a front four that does pressure the quarterback. Now, they don't finish it off because they're in the middle of the pack in the NFL in sacks, so they don't necessarily get home and finish the job, but they do get an adequate amount of pressure from their front four against the pass. The rest of the defense doesn't really do a whole lot of anything. So if you look at this team, you know, you talk about the Parcells' paths to victory. It's not real hard. They've only got like one real path to victory. 
and that is that Pierce can run it for 150 wow. yards. They can control the clock, and their front four can do enough that if you decide to pass it and be stupid, you're going to give their front four an opportunity to keep their defense somewhat respectable and in the game. I don't see the Giants playing that hand of cards. And that is the one thing, though, Paul, that does concern me about this. And again, if you remember, before the bye, we saw a switch defensively from Jalen Smith more to the mic while Tay Crowder to the will. This is a game where if, if Pierce gets past that first line of defense, I am very worried about linebacker exposure in this game and that leading to longer possessions for the Texans, even if they result in field goals and that leading to churning up of the clock. That is a path to a loss for the Giants if their linebackers, which are, let's face it, might be the weakest unit on the team, get extremely exposed in the run game again this week. Well, you recall two weeks ago, right before the bye, they held Seattle to, I think, 85 yards and three and a half yards of carry, which was the Giants' best performance against the run this season. I don't think it's a coincidence that Jalen Smith was moved to the inside backer spot. He played a season high, I think it was 84% of the snaps, and had a season high seven tackles. I think that was a great move. And I think Kenneth Walker, you know, was clearly limited. I would think they're going to do the same thing against Pierce. You know how I feel about Jalen Smith. He's a gap filler between the tackles. He's exactly the kind of guy who can contain a power running game inside the edges. That's what he does. I feel very good about that matchup for the Giants, and I also think you'll see Landon Collins activated for his third time this season. Which we act he will help. He will help stuff yeah. the box as well. I mean, is that going to be an active roster spot for Collins here coming up? I mean, he's. I think it'll be his third activation. You get three. Three. And then after that, yeah, I mean, and they have the roster spot open right now with McKinney as well after that. So we shall see. Could be interesting here with Landon Collins. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Real quickly before we get to score, game predictions, all of that, another thing I didn't get to when talking about Galladay, Bellinger did meet with the media Clearly, you could see the eye was still banged up, but he's seeing out of it. He admitted when he comes back, he's going to be wearing a visor. I mean, this isn't a physical injury, arms, legs, anything. It's it's the eyesight and the eye and wearing the visor. And I think as a result, as scary as it was, Paul, I didn't get the vibe that this is going to be much longer here for Daniel Bellinger. No, I, I suspect that uh, the optimism around the locker room, which has not only been exuded by him, but also Coach Brian Dable, uh, does indicate he'll be back sooner rather than later. Whether or not it's by Thanksgiving or maybe even the first week of December, whatever the case may be, I do think you're going to see him for the home stretch. He did say at the moment he's got a little bit of double vision in that left eye, which, oh. of course, over time will dissipate. So, he, he's very lucky, and he knows it, and I'm glad for him because, my goodness, that looked like a potentially tragic situation for the young man. 
yeah, so be good to get him back here at some point. Going forward. Clearly, that's another weapon that the Giants could use. I mean, geez, if Bellinger came back and continued his acceleration, you have Saquon. If Galladay gave you anything, and now you start looking at Slayton getting better, Wandell getting better as a rookie, well, suddenly the weapons don't necessarily look as awful as they looked at one point here. And maybe this is just, again, my optimism here ahead of the bye. All right, Paul, it's time for fantasy, reality, game picks, the whole nine yards. Uh, you know, started off with you, fresh off the bye. What do you like here? Somebody to get in the end zone, the reality of the game, a score, give me everything. Well, again, I don't know what rules by fantasy we're going to play under here, but I like Jalen Smith to have a huge game against Pierce. I think he'll have okay. double-digit tackles. Do you play in a fantasy league that gives you kind of points for those things? So there are leagues that exist where you could, you know, draft singular players, rack up tackles, sacks, all of that. That does exist. That's not necessarily the the normal, but those leagues absolutely exist. All right, well, I'm going to tell you that Jalen Smith's going to have a huge day. He's really going to bust out and give Pierce a hard time. And I'm going to tell you the Giants will probably get at least two turnovers out of Houston's offense. So play the Giants' defense in fantasy. Bottom line, if they're getting turnovers. I I, I sure. don't disagree. I don't disagree. All right, do you have a game score prediction? Yeah, I'll uh, I'll give you 23-10 to 10 Giants. Uh, again, right. I don't think you're going right. to see a ton of points here, but I also don't think Houston's going to be able to do very much against Wink Martindale's defense. Okay, so there you have it. 23-10 is Paul's pick. Okay, the way I look at this game, I think the reality, Paul hit on a lot of it, right? The, the defense here getting turnovers. I think that they will get turnovers in this game. I think Fabian Moreau, by the way, wouldn't shock me to see him get an interception. He's owed one after that Jacksonville game from a couple weeks ago. And I think this is going to be a game where I think the Giants are going to run it between the 20s. But I do think that Daniel Jones is going to throw two touchdowns in this game. I think they will get in the red zone. They'll use some play fakes. So I'm going to give you Daniel Jones to throw a couple in this game. And and this is just a pure gut feeling. I picked him up on my own fantasy team. Chris Myrick, I think, is going to catch a touchdown pass in this game. He's he's run a lot of the passing tree that they've given to Bellinger here. Uh, I know he plays that hybrid fullback tight end role. Just a hunch. I think he gets in the end zone Sunday. With that, Paul, I'm going to tell you right now. I think that the Giants send a message here to start the second half, even after everything that's happened with Xavier McKinney. I think the Giants are getting a shutout on Sunday. I think they're getting a shutout and they're hooting and hollering. I think the Giants win a game 27 to nothing on Sunday, damn it. 27 to nothing. I'm going with the shutout. This defense has played too damn good not to have a moment like this this, this year. I'm giving it to him this week. I, I I don't know why it's my my feeling. I think the Texans might drive, and that's when those turnovers come. Giants capitalize. Let's go. Well, you know, the Texans have been held under two touchdowns three different times this year. They haven't right. even scored 14 points. Well, yeah, it's so, not like I'm saying they're going to shut out the, uh, the last year's Rams. It's the Texans. Exactly. You know, this is a very anemic offensive team with a quarterback who, again, is streaky, inconsistent, and will give you the ball. So I don't I don't think you're out of line. If you're going to pick a giant shutout this year, this is probably the team that they could do it against. That was my line of thinking. Wink's getting a shutout. It's got to happen this week. All right. I will add one other yeah. thing for you, though, before you go. The, t- the tight end situation. I know you guys know I'm a big fan of Lawrence Cajun. Oh, boy. You, I'm just the, saying. I, I think you might be his father, Paul, at this point. The way You know what? About him. He was gone in Seattle. That was a touchdown waiting to happen, right. and Daniel Jones missed him. They have been working overtime throwing throwing passes after practice. I'm just saying, 
I I still think that that's going to be a pickup that will pay dividends before this season is over. Okay, so look out for Lawrence Cager if you want a flyer on a tight end. All right, Paul, where can we follow your Giants coverage all weekend long here? At Giants WFAN. And you can follow me at Mraz CBS. All right, the bye week's over. Let's go beat the Texans. Thanks for taking one giant step with us. <laughs>